0: HBs, welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two romance-loving best friends recap romance novels while giggling, cursing, and being the most. This week, we're going to start off with a Patreon shout-out, because we cannot show our patrons enough appreciation. So, M-E-S, you are the love child of Themis and Eos. Themis was a Greek Titaness in charge of order and fairness. You get the solid head on your shoulders from her. She also built the Oracle of Delphi and was herself oracular. So that might explain how you broke the mold on those tattoos from your youth. You've always just known. Meanwhile, Eos is the goddess of dawn and new beginnings. She is where you get the bravery to start fresh and realize your dreams no matter where you are in life. So you keep lacing up, working hard, and meeting your heroes, Emmy. You're a goddamned inspiration. We've now got over 50 bonus episodes waiting for you on Patreon, plus extra goodies like the shout-out you just heard. So, come support us at patreon.com forward slash podcast. And now... We've got part one of The Mark of the Midnight Manzanilla by Lauren Willard. This episode is going to be a little shorter because we ran into some recording issues, but you're not missing out on anything. You're going to get everything else in part two. So make sure to check out next week as well. It's going to be a spooky good time and happy Halloween, y'all.
1: Hi, Erin. Hello, Melody. That was my spooky. That was my spooky hello. (laughs) Melody, Melody, Melody. HB's. It's spooky up in here. Spooky (laughs) episode. Yes. Happy Halloween, Erin. Or as our Twitter Mm. is. Heaving bosoms.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know you cleared that with me, but then when it actually happened, I I was like, oh, man. You hated it. it. No, no, no. I didn't hate it. I was just like, oh, I forgot this was going to (laughs) happen.
1: By clearing with you, what I did was I sent you a text that said, Mm -hmm. hey, Mel, do you care if we change our Twitter name to Heaving Bosoms for Halloween? We've never changed our Twitter name before. We've never done it. Yeah. And you said nothing, and so <laughs> did I, I really did it. Say nothing? Yeah, you never replied, and so oh, no. I was like, I it, did over, my brain. "It was over a week," <laughs> no. and so I was like, "Fuck it." <laughs> she didn't say no, it's and true. I'm the social media person. That's so. right. That's your wheelhouse,
0: are. my friend. And now we're yep. heaving boozums. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm really yeah. excited for Halloween. Do you want to know what we're doing? Do you want to yeah. know? I do. Okay. We are the Spider Verse family. You already did that for whatchamacallit. Yeah, you think I'm, I'm sorry. You think I'm getting <laughs> two sets of coordinated costumes together? i don't one know. for Comic Con and one for Halloween? I, Fuck I don't that know. noise. Okay, I right. think I'm I am sorry. a Pinterest mom. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody sorry. got time for that nonsense. Sorry. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with Pinterest moms, frankly. I only send a little bit of shade
1: because I'm so fucking jealous of your skills. There's All something right? super... Listen, we've already come out hard against mommy bloggers on this podcast. You, <laughs> don't, know we you don't get to walk it back now. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> She's holding her boobs so tight, you guys. She's so nervous.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we're doing the Spider-Verse again, and I still... Well, also, I sewed felt onto our double stroller, I need that. I need to get some yeah. bang out of my buck for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing. Everybody. Yep. I spray painted some flats, bitches. Okay. Are you, are you so, going door to
1: door or what are you doing?
0: <laughs> I still haven't decided. The, in in our town, there's always a a Halloween like festival parade mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Um, and there's like a costume contest and um, there's it's a set amount of blocks and all the stores on those blocks give out candy. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely gonna do that. We might also do some door to door trick or treating, but it's so hit and miss. It's tough.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cold here. You almost have to you have to either be by a fire or I don't right. know. I guess if you have a kid, you can go outside, but like I don't have that kind of responsibility, so I don't have to if I don't want yeah. to. But you know what I am doing? Well, last night so <gasps> Yeah, tell me. Okay, everything. So we I put saw it on your Yeah. So we put a deck on the back of the house. Yeah. And then a child said to us why don't you hang a sheet from the deck and show a movie outside? And we were like, you know how kids just have ideas and you're like, no, that's outlandish. But then we did it. We bought a screen, we mounted it on the deck, and we had an outside movie party. It was 30 degrees, very cold. Oh, wow. But if you were by the fire, it was okay. But the problem is it would be really nice to do in the summer, but it's not dark (laughs) here in the summer. You can't do it in the light. And Hashtag Alaska problems, my
0: friend. <sighs>
1: we're not Man. having a 1 a.m. movie outside. It's pretty noisy for the neighbors. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot. But yeah, we did that. That seemed Meanwhile, very you fall. Can start,
0: you can start the movie at like 3 p.m. at that point. Yeah. Well, it's and not this quite. Month.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not that <laughs> yeah, time of the year bad. quite yet. But and then when it gets to be that time of the year, it's going to be way colder. So mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know how often we're going to use this. But then next weekend. Yeah. I have, I'm having, David's out of town, and I'm having a fall party. It's called Erin's Basic Ladies Fall Pumpkin Slut Party, (gasps) and I'm having over all my friends, and we're doing all of the most basic fall (gasps) things, like bonfires, s'mores, scarves, boots, I'm going to show practical magic, maybe <laughs> on the big screen, maybe on the inside screen. I don't mm. know. I have to consult with the ladies cuz it's going to be very cold. Mm. I forget all the other stuff I we're doing. I think that you
0: should go inside and have your pumpkin spice deliciousness and like, you know, somebody can be crocheting or something. Right. And right. really really
1: fall it up inside. I think that yeah, that Yeah, knitting that, that, was that part be of better. the party description for sure. Yeah. Totes. So, yeah that's my big halloween thing oh and next weekend i'm gonna go to rocky horror and oh man what else?
0: you are just living it up aren't you david i can't just, see him
1: he just opened the door he and picked his head in and then left and he was eating a tomato like an apple <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> also remember david's salsa company I do. Remember how we came in and David's he Fresh uh David's salsa. Fresh Salsa Company? Yeah. yeah. So last night we made barbacoa tacos for everybody, Ooh. which was a very great experiment. And turned out very well. So anyway, so yeah, we're we're one step closer to David's Fresh Salsa food truck.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember when you ate it and it was still warm? Mm. Cooked. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Fresh. Fresh cooked.
0: Fresh cooked salsa. Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right but oh, we man. have a very spooky book for you today yeah yeah kinda. we got a lot of melody
0: cheer up okay <laughs> i see you i really like this book did you yes i am bitter about the book because it was so good but it still didn't give me everything i wanted and so that makes me bitter i'm sorry i'm not gonna not be bitter i'm sorry not, I'm not everything gonna
1: do it. is about sex melody i
0: don't give a shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, we had several five-star reviewers, I think three in total, that wanted us to read the Pink Carnation series by yeah. Lauren Willig, and they were early on, this is how far the fuck we are behind <laughs> with five-star reviews. This was near the time where like, I was reading my very first historicals, like The Duke and I and yeah. um, The Duchess War. And a bunch of people chimed in and said, hey, Aaron, you might like this series because it's got one foot in history and one foot in present day times. Yep. So there's two storylines going on at one time. And then I was looking through our recommendations to see if there was a good Halloween book in there so that we could knock Mm -hmm. out a five star review and do a Halloween book. I didn't really find anything. And then I was looking for Halloween books on Goodreads. And this book was in there. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's one of those books that is in that series. Little did I know at the time when I told you to start reading it that it was book 11 in a 12-book series. <laughs> Whoops. So I went back and herbs the first one just so we would have like some level of understanding of what was going on. Yeah. It didn't totally make me understand everything that was going on. <laughs> but I think they can all be read alone. Like I, I saw a lot of stuff that was like, these are all standalones if you want them to be. So yeah. I was mm-hmm. pretty confident we could do it. And so we did. Yeah. And and so this is the mark of the midnight manzanilla, Manzanilla. (laughs) (laughs) which is a weird kind of apple. It's a it's a poisonous plant, poison Mm. apple, murderous one of those. But Melody texted me pretty angry that there is (laughs) no sex in the book. And she's no fucking sex she's pissed i'm mad
0: she's mad
1: (laughs) but it is a sexy book
0: oh that's one of the reasons i'm so mad Ah, because the romance is like like 9.5 out of 10 people the romance is really good i want to see these people bang i want to see it give me it
1: that's all <laughs> so i put out a call on the cult for if anyone knew of any fan fiction or was willing to write any fan fiction that would satisfy uh melody's urges on and this that book. call went unanswered did it did it did it go unanswered did it it didn't we did get one Taker, Kimberly L., and I warned her that this would be read on the podcast. And she was Kimberly like, L. <laughs> Bring it on. I love Kimberly All right. L. So, in response to my call to write fan fiction about wait, Sally wait, and Lucian, should what? we
0: do this at the appropriate time or should we do it at the top?
1: I want to do it right now okay. because it has nothing to do with the book.
0: Oh, I don't oh, think
1: man. that Kimberly L has read this book. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> All right, are you ready? Yes. Oh, Sally, touch my tra la la under this sexy gazebo, said Lucian, running his hand through her hair. See, Kimberly oh, doesn't even know what you color touch of my hair. Tralala.
0: Sally la Tralala.
1: <laughs> Heavens me, Lucian. Your member is so large sally grasped that big dick with both <laughs> hands and rubbed sensually because how would you rub a dick under a gazebo oh, how else would you <laughs> rub a dick under a gazebo that's an aside to the audience <laughs> of course it is baby this is a Ooh. romance novel we all big dick in it he replied with a smirk <laughs> with a hair flip sally lowered her lips onto him her eyes full of challenge well, these bosoms aren't going to heave themselves. <laughs> yeah, Lucian. And then they fucked on a window. <laughs> Close. And actually, what Kimberly really says is, I'll see myself out. Which, <laughs> thanks, Kim. Um, <laughs> she later uh, divulged that she had uh, been wine drunk during the time that she wrote that to us.
0: I love her so much.
1: Just Incredible. a
0: constant ray of
1: sunshine.
0: So does that That's satisfy it. what you needed between Sally and Lucian? You know what? It basically does. Thank you, Kimler- Kimberly. Thank you for answering the call. Thank you for showing up. Do, do gazebos you. have windows? Yeah. Sure.
1: Closed sure. gazebos do? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it to them. Yeah. I had my you know first kiss in a gazebo. Did you know? I didn't know that. Wait, yeah, I you, did. Wait, you did tell me that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew that.
0: Yeah. The gazebo in Sound of Music is closed and has windows. So
1: there you go. My gazebo was an open-air gazebo. Yeah. All just right. Just waiting for all the
0: voyeurs. If
1: anyone else would like to write more fanfics about Sally and Lucian, we are happy to do an entire Patreon reading them. Yes. So here's mm-hmm. the call. All right.
0: Yeah. All right. So listen, I like this book a lot. God damn it. Okay? And so I'm going to get into the mix of loving it. I'm just still pretty bitter. Okay. Okay. We've got Sally and Lucian, as you found out. But before we've got Sally and Lucian, we've got what's her face? What's her (laughs) face and and what's his name? Listen, you guys. All right. So here's the thing. Colin is his name. Sure. Sure. He's got like elbow patches on his arms and stuff. All right. Just that's that's the picture elbows. So in this book, there is technically like a contemporary times and an England times. But the contemporary times, I think, goes through the entire series. That was my read on it. So we're walking in with them. In the long distance portion of their relationship right after they've already done the wooing and the living together and whatever and so now it's going to come for a visit it's basically all about her failing academic career right and angst about the having your significant other come visit right eloise is that right eloise i literally don't care it's first person so it's maybe hard to a remember. smooch yeah. Maybe a smooch. But like when he shows up, they don't immediately go up to her house and like bang it out. He's like, I could fall over because I'm so tired. And she's like, how about we get some alcohol in you down at the pub? And I'm like, "What? Mm-hmm. Are you? you're both wrong. You've not been <laughs> together
1: for three months. You're both wow. wrong. Melody. This not everybody what? is a Melody. I just. <laughs> ah. Okay, so Eloise and Colin. So the very first book. I'm like mm, 80% sure her name is Eloise. So, and it's not 2020 yet. Okay, everybody. So just cool yeah. your jets. Yeah. I don't need to know main characters' names for another like three months. Okay. Also, this is not a main character. Arguably. So, in the first book, yeah. the Pink Carnation book, she's a grad student. She's obsessed with figuring out who this spy was Mm -hmm. called the Pink Carnation. There's two other spies that are also color words that I think were real. Black Time Tulip and uh, something That's not one of them. But there are some real spies out there that like in real life existed. And Mm -hmm. then she wants to find Pink Carnation, which is fabricated one. Oh, man intellectualism is not quite yet so (laughs) she goes to this mansion in england hall selwick yeah and colin her now boyfriend turned her down hard and was like you're not coming here you're not digging into my family history to find the pink carnation you're not gonna go through the papers And then his, like, aunt or something, like, an old lady's like, sure you can, and I like you, and you can go through all the papers, and here's who the pink carnation was, and, like, all that stuff. So she ends up staying at Selwick Hall and, like, researching this thing for a long time, and it's a very, like, enemies-to-lovers sort of romance between her and Colin, Mm -hmm. while simultaneously you're learning about. So each book is, like, another spy in this spy ring, Yes. beginning with the pink carnation and many of them are women and it's very cool
0: it is very cool yeah so in the first book is it more of them because in, in this mm-hmm. one it's literally three chapters yes
1: it's a lot okay. more of them okay and i think if you sense. had read the first 10 you would be a lot more invested in colin being like kind of aloof and avoiding her and you know like the thing he's he's like distant during these like three chapters where we get him
0: and can i just say that lauren willig is so talented that even though i did not know these people even though i did not watch them fall in love even though none of that happened I was still really, really tense during the chapter where yeah. like, it was like, is he breaking up with her? What's happening? What's yeah. happening? I and was like, how is
1: this romance? He's breaking up with her. Oh, no. So like, yeah, it, the suspense still got me hard. I think you'd care a lot more. And also, I it di- she didn't identify Colin as a sexy man very well in this book because we already have him identified as a sexy man in the last right. two books. But just so you know, very sexy man. Oh, no,
0: I think elbow patches are... Highly sexy. Yeah. Like, let's not. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. I wasn't saying that in a denigrating way. I was simply saying, there are elbow patches involved. That's the kind of guy Colin is. Well, I just wanted you to know. Oh, yes. Sexy. Very sexy. I I, I imagined he was. Yeah. You know. But that, like, basically doesn't matter in this book. Right. So, who matters in this book are Sally and Lucian. Yes. And both of them are hot and awesome. In fact, in chapter 1, Sally is like she's like at a ball or something and she's thinking to herself, "Man, I am so pretty and I am so smart and my dowry is the size of the moon and I just have all these things going for me." And I was like into it. I was like, "Sally, yes, know your worth." That's right. Unts <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to go on record as loving Sally. I read a lot of Goodreads reviews that were like, we got sick of Sally and his oh, her you. like um oh I'm so gratedness and like great greatedness and like, uh, great. great-edness, and, uh, like I'm great. awesome. Yeah. I loved it. I loved how she's always thinking, like, God, what the thing I just said was so fucking witty and like yes. <laughs> Like she goes into her first season being like, I am the catch of London. I like, these own guys are not ton. going to know what hit them. <laughs> I love that. And then by the second season, she's like, uh, oh, I was the catch of London. And yeah. like these people didn't know what hit them. And now I'm bored with it because it's That's not right. even a challenge to be so great which Everybody's I am. so
0: fucking boring. Jesus. Uh-huh. Why can't anybody entertain me with some witty repartee cuz nobody's at my level. Uns. Right.
1: Uns. Amazing. Love that. But can we can we at least touch on that the prologue is Eloise? Oh god. Oh, no, I yes. just I just <laughs> wanted I just because it is kind of cool to know how this stuff like turned out in the future that uh-huh. Eloise is talking to a friend who's researching vampires in the oh, early yeah. england times hundreds yes and how there was this book that was written that was about vampires that made like a big splash in london and then all of a sudden there was like a vampire craze where everybody like was talking scare. about vampires and thought they were real and then there was this duke of belliston who everybody thought was a ba- vampire and they call him the ghoul of belliston Ooh. and so Eloise's friend is researching that and then Eloise is kind of interested in it too maybe for her dissertation and then she
0: realizes that the author of the of the book um that ignited all of this vampire craze it, is attached to the pink carnation Hujimowatsits. Right. So yeah. So that's happening. They're thinking about creepy ghouly vampire times and It's exciting. But now we are at a ball (laughs) in England time. Yes. 1806, bitches. Listen, so Sally is thinking I'm so cool, but she also had two friends that she left at home. Mm -hmm. Or like at she was like a year ahead of her friend group at school. Mm -hmm. And so those two of her pals, Agnes and Lizzie, have now joined the ton as debutantes but
1: this whole year that she's been gone they've been hanging Mm -hmm. out without her yeah and like i really identified with that yeah Yeah. so they show up and they're in their own like little clique and sally's like the fuck like they have all their like own little inside jokes and shit and they're really excited about the whole like going to balls and having their first season thing and sally's kind of already over it and so now they're in like different places in their lives like really sucks for sally
0: I know, it really does, especially since she was the leader of the group back Yeah, she was the school. Queen Bee. Yeah, yeah, and now things have changed. And, and now they like, don't need
1: her. Oof.
0: Ah, they don't need her anymore, Erin! My worst nightmare. Yes, <laughs> oh, I mean, it really is. It's like all your
1: friends have been hanging out without you, and now mm-hmm. they don't. Oof. Yeah.
0: So, they're now talking about this vampire duke, and... His garden happens to be right across the way from the garden of the ball that they're currently in. And so they basically triple dog dare her to go into this garden.
1: And Lizzie's. Oh, yeah. You have to talk. Listen, it is creepier than Melody. It is. This is our Halloween episode, bitch. Like, commit. This is a big spooky Spooky house. There's a lot of dead plants over there, and like it's very big and dark, and there isn't a staff, but there Listen, is a man. I hadn't, I hadn't gotten to her going over to the well, to when the they're garden. Talking about it, they like look over there, and they get like. Ooh, creeped out by how like big and dark the house is, <laughs> you know. And there are a couple of lights on, Ooh, but not very light on. So he is awake, but he's not at the ball, and it's he's a very older,
0: grown. Ooh, yeah. Because nobody dares go near the house.
1: Yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. We've set the tone. There's okay, a great there's fog. There's a fog. Mm, You guys, this this book, although the other uh, 11 books in the series seem to be set in England times, this book is squarely in Sherlock Holmes times. No, it is not. It is. Take that back. I'm sorry. What were our qualifications for Sherlock Holmes times? Fog, intrigue, tiny hats, botany. (laughs) This shit is full of botany.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I thought running water... I thought it's not a time period melody. It's Sherlock a time period. Holmes it's not have about been
0: alive.
1: time periods. It's about <laughs> time periods. God,
0: <laughs> you're so right. There is so much fucking
1: botany in this thing. Monsters. There, the there's occult, no steam-powered trains of plants. So this thing is so botany-heavy. It's like yeah. secret societies and shit. It's all oh, over the place. Totally. Yeah.
0: I know. All right. So apparently, this is in Sherlock Holmes time. Yes. I. I wouldn't have pegged it like that, but cool, we're here. I'm in we're it here to win it. Yes. I got my tiny spectacles on, so yes. let's get ready, uh-huh, okay. So they triple dog dare her and she's like, I don't ever sit down at a challenge. And so she starts walking through the garden toward the other garden and the gravel is crunching under her feet and she can hear it reverberating off of the mm-hmm. plants and it's spooky to make air and happy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and so she goes and she goes through these little cypress trees, I think they're called. Yeah. And... There's other, like, overgrownness, and so she's she's wishing she had a machete with her. She's also wearing a white dress. She's wearing a white dress, and she's Just thinking to herself, this is not super creep covert. In. Yeah. I could be seen by anybody. And so she pulls back some branches, and she creeps and creeps and creeps, and then, whoa! There's somebody there. Yes. With a torch. Somebody's
1: holding a torch. There was a torch?
0: Listen, maybe. Maybe there not. There was maybe a torch. May I read? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Who is it? She demanded. Oh, maybe I should go further up. For okay. a moment, she had only a confused image of a dark form silhouetted against the fronds of a weeping willow. Ooh. Childhood memories of ghost stories surged <clears> through <throat> her mind. The horrible tales... <sighs> Nanny used to tell her of faceless ghosts and headless horsemen and phantom wow. monks and their transparent habits. Me. Who is it? She demanded her voice. high. So sorry. <laughs> you're nay, <laughs> <Whoop>. <laughs> but not with high, but not with fear. It was shortness of breath. That was all show yourself. A man <gasps> swept aside the fronds of the weeping willow tree. Show, show myself. The man's voice was bo- <laughs> was well bred and distinctly incredulous. I should ask the same of you. For a moment, Sally froze, wildly recalling all the tales Agnes had recounted. The man's face was marble pale against the dark leaves, his features chiseled as if from stone, beautiful and stern. The only sign of color was a single splotch of blood that marred the snowy whiteness of his cravat. Cravat, cravat. Oh. The thing, the thing that's like sticks out <laughs> on your neck. That's not a tie. Yes, Ooh. that's the one. And then Ooh. the next sentence is, "No, it wasn't blood. It was a different thing.
0: It's like it was a jewel, d- Lauren. It was a jewel, yeah, Lauren. Okay." Oh, so then she asks him why he's talking to her without a proper
1: introduction. Yeah. And he's like, You're fucking you're sneaking into my garden. He's like, What are you doing in my garden? She's like, What yeah. are you doing in your garden? <laughs> I love how Sally is like she has no shame. She no. has no like she's gonna
0: flip it in reverse. She like
1: demands you. to know what he's doing here That's when right. she's trespassing into his property.
0: Yeah, and so he's like, I would say that trespassing is a pretty good introduction. Yeah. And then she goes, I am not trespassing, Sally said haughtily. I was mm-hmm. simply admiring your foliage. The Duke of Bellison arched one brow, as they do, those dukes. This, this duke anyone...
1: is a sexy duke.
0: Oh, man. Has anyone warned you that strange plants might have thorns? Mm-hmm. If she had wanted a lesson in horticulture, she would have consulted a gardener. Has anyone ever told you that it is exceedingly annoying to speak in aphorisms? For a moment, a flicker of something that might have been amusement showed in his dark eyes. Amusement or merely the reflected light of the candle. Candle Bitches, Candle Candle yeah, A
1: torch would be real weird.
0: Listen, whatever you guys <laughs> it was a
1: flame mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Yes, he said, it tends to truncate conversation quite effectively. Sally wasn't accustomed to allowing herself to be truncated.
1: <laughs> Whoa, Sally. Sally so much. Ugh. May I read you? A description yeah. of the Duke, and then we'll yes, be please. done reading, I promise, for now. I would like that. It's it's a voice description. You know how I love a voice. Ugh. His voice whirled around her like the slow swirl of a dark potion conjuring mm. up images of strange rites in midnight gardens, of night-blooming flowers and witches dancing under a full moon. Mm. There was a foreign flavor to it, a strange tang that blurred the edges of his accent, an exotic... As exotic as a flower from distant shores, and that is his New Orleans accent. Ooh. That's right. Ooh. Ooh, spooky voodoo.
0: Ooh, spooky voodoo's up in his <laughs> up in his proper voice. Yes. So then they chat and Oh, and then, Aaron, did you notice when she gets, like, all up in his grill? Yeah. She, like, takes a step right up in his face?
1: Yes, and that's when she has the narration where she's like, there's nothing incorporeal about this duke. He oh, has a body for whoa, sure, and whoa, I can feel the whoa. warmth of it, and he's got a calluses on his hands mm. and, like, eyeballs. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah? yep. people just banging down the door to read my book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am banging down
1: the door to read your book, you dick.
0: <laughs> well, so. It's
1: very like he's 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 a man. Oh, this is not a ghost. A he's making her feel things. That's right. So he offers to walk her back to the party and she's like, I made it this far without an escort. And then it kind of uh, descends into like he wants to protect her against any ghosts and ghouls that might go bump in the night Mm -hmm. but then he reveals that maybe he's the one that she should need protecting from and like kind of hints out that he's a creature of the night which is Mm -hmm. very sexy oh yeah and then oh and then he says that he has an appointment at midnight uh uh-huh which is also very creepy and then she goes home and she's like an appointment at midnight and he's like how else
0: could creatures of the night Get to places and do things. Yeah.
1: Because remember when Bill Compton had to hire those contractors and he couldn't do it and he had to have Sookie do it for him? Yeah. He poor guy he managed to
0: get to Bergner's or wherever he went.
1: Dillard's. Dillard's. <laughs> I got it at Dillard's. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um. So she fucks off back to the ball, and well, and she's a little upset because
0: uh she didn't get the last word, and Sally likes her some last word, Mm. but you know, instead she like leaves, and it's very cute. But then we get back into Lucian's point of view, yeah, and Lucian's like, oh, that really cute lady (laughs) who's just here, jeez.
1: (laughs) How weird was that? And then he's looking at the dead, overgrown gardens of his house, and he's remembering his mother that used to tend to the gardens, and about how the boys at school used to call him the witch woman's brat. Yes. So he's been away since he was 15 years old, we find out. Yeah. And that his mother was like much younger than his father, which was a big uh, point of gossip amongst the rich people, which is weird because that seemed to happen a lot, but whatever.
0: No, it wasn't that she was young, it was that she was from Martinique.
1: Really? Okay. I thought it was because she was young. Mm-mm. Okay, no, nobody cares about that. She could have been 15 and everybody would have been. Or something like that. Well,
0: well she wouldn't have been a plaything if she was a 24-year-old debutante. I but she was a plaything before because she's not supposed to be a person who can marry a duke gross
1: yeah super gross yeah and she was a botanist or something a horticulturist a horticulturist perhaps. yes botany all over the place yeah and we learn that she and her husband died before yeah. he left town really and tragically then, you guys ironic af mm. uh he gets back to the house and his butler jameson is it like there's people there you have an appointment and he's, he's like, like, I just party? made that up. That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. Not <laughs> this shit is crazy. Like, I just said that out in the garden. And That's now right. I have an appointment. And so, three, four people walk in. His aunt, who sucks, God. who he basically left to get away from. She's the worst. His uncle, who is okay. And then his cousins, Hal and the other one. And they are pissed. And he left. Did you say his sister? Oh, I thought she was his cousin. Is that his sister? So the the boy is his cousin. The girl is his sister. Yeah, the girl's his sister. Sorry.
0: And they my my note is big mad, they didn't know he'd come home. (laughs) Yeah. And big mad (laughs) he left
1: without saying a word to his sister. Because later he gets big mad at some other people for leaving him without saying anything, but like refuses to like, yeah.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Mm Hmm. She's mm-hmm. really
1: mad that her big brother just like took off for America right after their parents died and left her all alone with shitty aunt.
0: You know what? It's even worse than that. She's not even mad about it. She's just like, "Why are you even here?" Yeah, "Why you did you abandon me?" Mm-hmm. "What the fuck are you doing here?" And I don't blame her. No. At all. I don't either. Marie Claire or Clarissa as she's Oh, that's the other thing. She was called Marie Claire by her mom and dad and they've changed her name they've anglicized it to Clarissa. Yeah. Just because her aunt is the worst.
1: Yeah. Man, I didn't even I just thought she grew up and like wanted to be called a different name and then Mm-mm. like he hadn't known her in so long that he didn't even re- you know when like kids are called one thing when they're little and then they grow oh, up totally. and they're like I prefer to go by this. That's what I thought it was. Now I know it's even super grosser. Ugh. Oh yeah, no, you know, I mean,
0: it's never said explicitly but mm-hmm. it's it's very much the undertone is the aunt hates him her the entire branch of the family she hated his mother she hated in fact part of it says that he remembered his parents talking about the aunt and His mom looked at his dad and she said, she's really mad that I'm your duchess. And he looked at her and Mm. said, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. She's really mad that she's not my duchess. Right. Because she just wanted the title so badly. She didn't give a care about him at all. She just wanted to be a duchess. Anyway, she's married to the younger brother and it's a whole thing. So the the uncle is the only person there who's really nice because the, the sister is really frosty the cousin feels really betrayed because they were really sweet friends when they were younger. Mm-hmm. The aunt is openly hostile, being like, You should have come and presented yourself to us. Your sister's having her coming out ball in two days, and it should be at Belliston. And he's just like, Oh, fuck. Like, all oh, this is happening. Yeah, but it's
1: not going to be at Belliston.
0: And the no, sister Uncle keeps saying like, over and over, ridiculous.
1: "I have no desire to have a ball here. Like right. I do not want to come back here and have a ball." Yeah. Um, so they're doing it at some other house. They're doing it at their house. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The the
0: house that that the aunt bought because she's not uh, gentry. She's uh, new money, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I Her don't... family was in trade. 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 <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.
1: <laughs> So (laughs) am I trying too hard? I can't tell. (laughs) Spooky. Never.
0: never. money.
1: So as they leave, the cousin is
0: like, cousin Hal, I think his name is. Yeah. He's like, nobody even wants you here. Door slam. Yeah. And and so he's like, you know what? I don't even want to be here. But I am back to bring my parents murder to justice. Somebody then murdered then his parents, himself. you guys. Yeah,
1: that's when we find out somebody murdered his parents dead. And everyone thinks that his mother killed his father and then killed herself. And we that's what We
0: don't know that yet,
1: Aaron. I thought but that yes. was. But that is true, Melody. <laughs> that everybody <laughs> thinks that and that's what the magistrate found. So, now yeah, the, the
0: stupid 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 lazy magistrate yeah lazy magistrate get off your very good
1: investigator
0: so then oh wait 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 and my note at the end of this chapter is in all caps i love a misunderstood hero i know he's such a brooder
1: and he's such a ghoul and like oh and he's such a monster oh and a
0: monster but a justice you know uh-huh. like a justice oh, yeah. monster like That's this is
1: a guy that like mm. could definitely do a murder and i would be super cool with it i know and yet he's so noble he never will though You know? yeah like mm. there's a lot of like murders in this book that he's like framed for doing murder but like i kind of yeah. wish he did that murder a little i bit. know oh. <laughs> Bring your
0: claws out, Duke of Bellaston. But know, like, I saying? also wish he
1: was like forced to do a murder. What is yeah. wrong with
0: me? If only somebody was like forcing him
1: to do a murder. <laughs> if you are a counselor, <laughs> DM me because <laughs> it is a weird thing I found out. Um, That's right. Okay, okay, so chapter three. <laughs> oh boy, Lady Clarissa's
0: ball. So Sally is hearing all these more stupid rumors. She's like at a mirror in the ladies' refreshing room or whatever. Yeah. And she's like doing up a hem or something. And everybody's like, ooh, the Duke of Belliston is supposed to be here. And he's a vampire. Oh, no. And she's like, ugh, everybody's so dumb. And
1: They're so saying that she he has a jagged a scar across his face. And that his eyes glow red when he's about to feed red. on you.
0: Yeah. And then Sally accidentally starts a rumor about <laughs> how the house is an ancient druid burial ground. Yep. Oh, but then, Aaron, we got to find the passage where she starts thinking about how much he is.
1: I got it. Okay. Yeah. Somebody says something about him setting his mark upon them and that he has a curse and he's from a cursed family. Yeah. Somebody says, I wouldn't have him if he were the last Duke in London. Mm-hmm. And Sally whispers under her breath, what makes her think that he'd have her? And then she starts thinking mean girl things about that girl, which yeah. is uh, like mean, but like I just love Sally and <laughs> what a bitch she is. And so Lizzie says, with a hideous scar across his face and a hunchback and a club foot, not to mention the curse, I imagine he can't be picky. And Sally says, he's not hunchbacked. In fact, he's quite she thinks to herself handsome he wasn't handsome in the way that society assessed such things his hair was too long his eyes were too deep his lips too full his features too marked all of him was just too too he was like the embers on the hearth burning from within infuriating Mm. intriguing quite lizzie's ears perked up presentable said sally (laughs) quellingly quite presentable (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so good It, it this is yeah. so well written it just oh, simmers so well it really does and
0: then Lizzie says what's he like then she asked mysterious terribly mysterious the word rose unbidden to Sally's mind along with the memory of a wilderness of a garden willows weeping above a frost blasted fountain and a black garbed figure in its midst he had been other things enigmatic infuriating more mm. than a little bit sardonic, but the primary word that came to mind was mysterious. He looked as though he had grown out of the fallen leaves and moss-covered stones, like a creature of shadow and moonlight condemned to lonely durance
1: in his haunted <laughs> castle.
0: <laughs> durance? Belle didn't know what
1: that word <laughs> meant. I she didn't did such a frown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, so then they're outside the powder room. They're talking about, I guess, when it's somebody's first coming out ball. They've got to do a like a dance for everybody with like a person who is their family person. Yeah, they dance with a uh, familyness. So they all think she's going to dance with Hal, the cousin, because the Duke of Belliston has been uh, gone for so long. And then he comes out, and while they're dancing around, women are like fucking swooning. They're doing their vapors. Oh, yeah. They've got yeah. their vinegars. They're uh-huh. turning around because they don't know what to do. It's all very sexy um, if that's your monster boyfriend. Um, that's right. He's terrorizing the shit out of the whole room.
0: <laughs> Wait, real quick. I just want to note for the record. I looked up the word durance, and it yes. means imprisonment or confinement. So oh, add mm. that to my repertoire. Mm. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, so... He's like trying to, and, and he's trying to talk to it, his sister. Right. So he's like trying to get into her brain a little bit. And, oh, also, I'm sorry. My note is Sally calls her brother turnip. And my note oh, is, bing, bong, bong. what the fuck? What the fuck? Turnip. No. Bing, boom, bong,
1: bong, bird click. I am unimpressed by how your brother is called Turnip. Same. It's all over the place. It's like, oh, it's his name. It's like my friend Wit, who went all around being like, my name is Wit. It's, it not- it's not weird. It's not Wiff. It's not Worm. But my, na- my name really is John. So if you find, but you know. So if you yeah. email me, it is John.
0: So the first like third of this book, she just refers
1: to her brother Turnip
0: like it's nothing. She says then, like, it
1: is his name at some point. It's like, listen, I know this was probably <coughs> a funny thing in book five or whatever. Party har har. I It don't is give a not shit. funny to me now. It is not no. charming that this guy's name is Turnip. It's like those people that like one weird thing and think that is like that quirk is like a fun personality. Yeah. It is not a fun personality that your brother's name is Turnip. Shut up about it, Sally. And shut up about it, uh-huh. Turnip. Yeah, Turnip. And don't you name your kid vegetable. That's stupid. I
0: don't like it. Yeah. Then they come out that their kid is named Parsnip. Bing, boom, bong, bong. No, and I'm like, Bing, boom, bong, bong. Get out of here. No, you know what I'm saying? No, man. So, I mean, I do kind of want to read their book though because I've never read a book in which the hero was a dumb in this way or a goofy or a in goofy. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, cause he's like. He's very much, anytime he talks, he's like that, man, there's this 2006 version of Sense and Sensibility in which the guy that like has them live at the cottage on his estate, he's the dumbest, goofiest, sweetest hearted. But anytime he talks, he's like, oh, this is what? And like ends every sentence in what? (laughs) That
1: is (laughs) turnip to a T. Yeah. I am not about, this is not a mood. I do not like it. It's not i was also it. it's also important to note that while they're dancing like duke of bellingston was trying to like lean into this ghoulish thing when he was talking to her in the garden the night before yeah kind of finds it funny that there's all these vampire rumors about him and that he was locked in a crypt for 15 years and all this stuff um but now as he's dancing and he's seeing women literally swoon and like making crosses on themselves and shit uh-huh. while he's like dancing he realizes, like, oh, this isn't fun. No, this, this is, is like serious business. A real thing that people like actually believe, and it's not mm-hmm. okay. And I'm pretty embarrassed now. And then there's only one person that looks him in the eye, and it's Ooh. Sally, the what girl who invaded his garden two nights from before. the garden. Yeah. Yeah. And so he asks he's his like, sister hey, Clarissa, who, who dat? <laughs> and Clarissa's yeah. like, I don't fucking know. I'm not yeah, from here. Yeah, I just here, got here, okay? okay? God damn
0: it. I'm just trying to live my fucking life. I'm trying to come out in London, and you're fucking it up with your ghoulishness. Ooh. So <laughs> as he's talking to Clarissa, um, he's like, oh, I should have taken you with him. And we find out more about his travels. He first left England at 15 and went to Martinique thinking he could find his mother's people, but then he found out everybody had left. And so they all, so then he went to New Orleans because that's where he found out his mother's sister went. And they like embraced him as loving family and they were warm and inviting and wonderful. And then he asked Clarissa if she remembers their parents at all mm-hmm. and then tells her that he's back to find out who killed them. And the chapter ends, you guys, with Clarissa deadpanning him with this society smile on her face saying, our mother killed our father and then killed herself. And my
1: note is, holy smokes. <laughs> so then we go back to Sally. No, then
0: it's no, then it's still him. And he's like, it's been a while. Oh, it's, oh no, anyone... this is where he
1: talks to Henry. Yeah. He's like,
0: yeah. holy shit. Nobody said that to my face in a really long time. And he's like totally heartbroken that his sister believes his mom killed his dad, but he also understands because she was so young, she doesn't have the same memories that he does. Mm -hmm. Oh, meanwhile, this whole conversation, I don't know if you guys remember, is happening while they're doing a quadrille or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and so sometimes the they have to like is. go away and do a little spinny yeah. spin, and then they have to come back and they do a pride and prejudice, you know? Yeah, they're
0: like they're like curtsy and randos. Oh, 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 oh. That was the whole thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So then she just keeps on being like uber polite to him and it's gutting. The dance ends finally. Somebody else grabs her. And so he goes and searches out his uncle. Yes. And then we have a chat over some claret in a study. With an uncle. Yes. And the uncle is like super kindly. We find out that his dad used to call his uncle his lapdog or something like that because he was like very dutiful. He always takes care of the estate and everything in it, but he like doesn't have any ambition and he's like he couldn't hurt a fly or something like that Mm -hmm. is what the dad said. So what's his noggin? Lucian, (laughs) the vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Finds out out that the uncle believes that his mom used to be a spy for the French right before they were doing things.
1: Because you guys... The English were doing some colonizing. It had Martinique. to do with Martinique and like slavery, and she was like very yeah. passionate against the slavery situation, as one might be. But, uh, thank you.
0: Yeah. yeah, everybody was like, and the, and the uncle dirtbag that he is is like, well, then of course we, were, of course we were going to back the colonizers who were in danger of being overtaken by the the slaves, so <laughs> we were going to send the troops to the hoodie what's it's and apparently (laughs) um uncle hal is like your mom was then helping out the french with information so that the french could i think maybe support the slaves in the interim until they also did their own colonizing as the french also
1: did Mm -hmm. so so the important thing here is she's spy times she's all spies is the mom She's maybe stealing information from the dad, his dad. Well, she'd
0: have to. To get information from.
1: Yeah. Yes. And then also, the uncle believes that it's probably her contact that murdered them. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that maybe Lucian's tutor at the time yes. was her contact. Sherry, his name is. Sherry. Yeah. Another Sherry. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, so then he thinks that the handler killed both the mom and the dad because he got all the information he needed and he didn't want the mom to out his identity once everything happened. Right.
1: There were also rumors going around that the mom and the tutor, tutor were having an affair. Banging it out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, you're so classy. Yeah. So, and Lucian Me. is like gobsmacked by all of this. He's like, "What? Too much what? information? Cannot Spies? compute." Well, who you knows? know, the thing
1: that gobsmacks him the most seems to be that his mom would be like stealing information from his dad, with maybe that she like, would without, betray
0: his dad. Who,
1: yeah, without his because knowledge. They were so
0: in love.
1: Yeah, and, and they had
0: so much fun, and they were always like laughing and joking, and and just. Being really effusive about their right. love. I kind of love uh, that
1: that's the thing that gobsmacks him. It's not like my mom was a spy and yeah. so was my or tutor. Like
0: betraying England or whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like he cannot believe that they would have secrets from each other and betray yeah. each other because they were so in love.
0: <sighs> so then we go back to the ballroom and Sally is feeling listless and Sally is feeling lonely and she's also dancing with a guy who won't stop talking about
1: stoats love it love it love he everything about it is training weasels like you wouldn't believe <laughs> he is offering her a weasel he is talking Please. about how you can dress up those weasels he can keep them on your shoulder and they're all very about well it.
0: behaved and he's like, and and she is really distracted because she's keeps looking over his shoulder, trying to find the Duke. Uh huh. And then she'll keep coming back to the conversation and sort of agreeing with what he
1: says without really listening. She's very good about talking about weasels. What? I found her to be really good at talking about weasels with this guy, even though she wasn't even paying attention. Like oh, she's yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. socially good at stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, anyway, it's wonderful. I did have to look up what a stoat was, but uh, once I did, it's one of the cutest things that's ever hit planet Earth. It looks a lot like a ferret, except it almost looks more fuzzy mm-hmm. if that's possible. Yes. Did I tell you about my ferret Trevor?. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was just gonna say I know all about stoats because I read all 20 Redwall books as a kid or 25 or 19 or how many there were. Um, But no, I would much rather hear about your (laughs) ferret named Trevor. Let's do it let's just make my this own. a two-parter settle in my ferret
0: oh my beautiful ferret trevor he was so wonderful and he was so he was so snurgly and we had to put a bell on him Uh-oh. so that we could know where he was in the <laughs> house because otherwise he would just like hoppity hippity hop along on the floor and we
1: wouldn't when know where he was you have the ferret please <laughs> measure it in years <laughs> I cannot bear if you say that 130 months ago you had the ferret.
0: <laughs> I was probably, I want to say, 11 to 13 or something like that. 11
1: to 13. So how did you kill this ferret? ferret. I no, he see. was an adopted ferret. It's like This ferret didn't last long, apparently.
0: <laughs> Although, do you want to know what the number one killer of ferrets is? what (laughs) what recliners
1: oh (laughs) no no isn't that
0: horrible spooky and then the ferret haunts you because Halloween episode yeah people will close them right up in the recliners and then they die oh god
1: can I tell you about Beauregard the dog (laughs) yes oh my god I had a plan the other night. David and I spotted a little fluffy white dog trying to get on the highway, and so we (laughs) pulled over. Yeah, so we pulled over. We chased this dog off the highway. It was at nighttime, and then the dog went into the forest. And so then we Mm -hmm. drove, and then the dog came out of the forest, and we got out of we pulled over. We got out of the car, but then the dog ran away from us. Like fuck. So then we got on this app that's like the local app called Next Door. Do you have Next Door?
0: I've heard of it. I don't have
1: it. It's like you have it in the neighborhood and everybody talks about neighborhood stuff. It's mm-hmm. mostly gossip and people being like uh, borderline, like definitely racist. Um, so yeah, I try not to check it have very it. much. <laughs> um, I gotten in a lot of fights on uh, what we call neighbor time. Uh, it's not <laughs> called neighbor time. It's called next door, but I call it neighbor time. Anyway, the point is I found this dog on next door yeah. and somebody had posted lost dog. His name is Beauregard. And so I told Aww. the lady I saw Beauregard. And then we went out and looked for him. And then she's like got all these signs up and it's getting so cold. And she says that she's Aww. sleeping in her clothes every night in case anyone calls so that she can go at a moment's notice. And she's like an oh older lady and she misses golly. Beauregard so much. And it's like keeping me up at night. The Beauregard is out there. But then last Aww. night... He was seen, and they put out a live trap for him. So hopefully, he gets trapped in the live trap tonight. Oh
0: my God, Beauregard! If you can hear us, stop Beauregard, running away from people. Go home.
1: I, I am not joking when I tell you that I've cried actual tears about oh. Beauregard when it's been raining. <laughs> oh no, Ugh. guys! If you see Beauregard, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> help him get home. Yeah. Anyway, you can cut that. But I just wanted to tell you, Melody, that this has really yeah. been weighing on me all week. It's so cold out there. Oh, no. Beauregard.
0: Oh, yeah, but Trevor okay. the ferret
1: was Tre- wonderful. Yep. ferret. And anyway. he was
0: like a little slinky. I swear, yeah. his 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 back was so malleable. Well, that's what ferrets are. And he would are. just like, he would just get on his back and look up at me and then he'd, he'd wiggle a little bit and his bell would jingle
1: with the wiggle. God, he was so great. I'm sorry. Like, I'm happy that you loved a ferret, but it is just a weasel to me and I don't, oh. oof. But but like this is what I thought
0: every time she was like, My stoat peeked out from over my shoulder. I'm just like, Oh, Trevor
1: Um, (laughs) So are you saying that were you dancing with this guy, you Mm -hmm. would have been like, I'm all in Stoats? (laughs) (laughs) Neat. Um, what Sally does is she steps on her own dress so that she can rip to get away from him him. him so that she can say, Oh dear, I must go mend my dress in the bathroom. She uh-huh. does go to the bathroom so that he can she see her go in there. the bathroom. Yeah. But she didn't actually rip her hem, so she doesn't
0: really need to. Right. But so, and then she on turns. The way there, yeah. the Duke comes back. The and Duke? her eyes immediately train over there because she's magnetized to his magnanimous manly must mustache
1: nope <laughs> no <laughs> so, he does not have a mustache don't <laughs> tell Listen, a mustache m
0: words and that's the only thing i could think of muscles that would have been uh, better so when she comes upon him she decides that she needs a project because she's feeling lonely and listless and she decides it's going to be him
1: yes so she comes upon him he's not looking great He's very no. pale because he's just found out about how his mom was a spy and betrayed his father and like all this. stuff. It looks like somebody just drained all of his blood out of his body. Ooh. Yes, Ooh. and she's like, "What's <laughs> your deal? You look bad. Um, do you need yeah. my vinaigrette to sniff so that you don't faint?" And he's like, "No, I don't. I don't and need he's a vinaigrette. Like, Is it and she's balsamic?
0: Because like, that's the only <laughs> kind of vinaigrette I like." Oh Salad jokes.
1: God. <laughs> S- salad, hashtag jokes. salad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> We've got them. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> salad jokes. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, but he keeps, she keeps being like, Are you going to swoon? And he keeps being like, I am not going to swoon. It's very <laughs> yeah. cute. It is really cute. And then somebody bumps into him. And yeah. he like wavers and she's like, Oh my god, you're totally oh my going god, to you're swoon. swooning right now. <laughs> I'll get my vinaigrette. I gotta and get my balsamic like, out. <laughs> Hashtag solid <laughs> jokes. <laughs> and he's like, No, I'm not swooning. Somebody just bumped into me. And, and then, then she looks
0: down on the ground. There's a no and in a, a heavy black inked hand, it says Belliston on a piece of paper on the ground.
1: Yeah. And so and then he takes it, it up. Meet me on the balcony i have information that you might want to know i will meet you on the balcony at At midnight midnight. yeah and she's like looking over her shoulder and saying a balcony at midnight how trite people really have no imagination (laughs) (laughs) true she's already ingested the information and is over Mm -hmm. it and like considers herself better than it and i love Mm -hmm. sally i love sally
0: So then she's like, I'm definitely gonna go with you because it seems to me that somebody could be trying to trap you in a marriage. And so I will go with you so that you have a witness as to your honor or whatever. And he's is thinking to himself, I know that there's something wrong with this sentiment because she will also be alone with me on the balcony, but like I can't quite put my finger. He was so discombobulated by
1: He's by so what was cute. going on with his mom, he's just like fine. <laughs> but she's
0: like, I, when I you know that friends, she's talking a mile a minute. Yeah, she's like already walking ahead of him to the balcony, yes. grabbing her shawl or whatever, and she's like, oh, we've got a mission now.
1: She's like, I'm good. My chaperone is right there. I'll be in view yeah. of the window. It's gonna be fine. So you guys, oh my god, they you guys. go out on this balcony, yeah, and they see somebody sitting on a bench off in the distance. And so she hangs yeah. back so that she can be in view of her chaperone.
0: And it is a lady.
1: Yeah, it's a lady. And so
0: she doesn't wanna she doesn't want to press her luck. She doesn't wanna get into, you know, somebody's private business, yes. Sally. You know, so she hangs back. And you guys you guys This lady is a
1: murder lady. Is a corpse. Is a corpse.
0: Yeah. She didn't murder anybody, poor thing.
1: No, yeah. She is a murder victim Don't lady. you
0: cast aspersions I'm on sorry. her
1: Yeah. And she is laying on a, on the marble bench, and she's and it is like a dramatic posed, and she's yeah. got daisies, and she's got you guys vampire Bloods. marks on yeah. her neck from fangs, right on her necks. She's got blood. She's got his father's snuff box with his coat of arms, yeah, on it, and she's got a black wig on to make her <gasps> look like his mom, yeah. And Wasn't there something else? I don't remember. but It was a white
0: dress that looked really dramatic with all the blood on it. It
1: is a pose. Blood everywhere. It is a murder. It is pretty clear that she didn't die from a vampire, but it's pretty clear that they did whoever wanted it to look like she died of a vampire. And that they're trying to set him up. Yeah,
0: she's also got a lot of harlot makeup on her. They oh, talk about yeah. how much rouge she's got on. And yeah, a it was in her little, lips and
1: stuff. It's a it little. It was a little rough shut up. how they talked about how slutty she looked there, That's dead the on. One. The-
0: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't about it. But, Sal- so meanwhile, the Duke has not put any of this together. It is Sally who has the presence of mind to put all this together. The only thing the Duke of Belliston contributes is that she definitely wasn't killed there mm-hmm. because there's no blood on the ground. And then one of them realizes that the vampire marks are not made of blood. They're made of the same lip rouge that she's currently wearing on yeah. her
1: lips. Which, I mean, bing, boom, bong. Yeah. Chirp, yeah, Bird click. Yeah. Bird click. If you're, listen, if you're going to stage you guys, a murder you to you like commit. a vampire, yeah. commit. Put a real hole in the person's neck. I mean, it can preferably be preferably too That's fine. Sure. But like, Jesus Christ. No one's gonna fucking believe, like, if you put some lipstick there. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean? put your crayons down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Poke a real hole. You, you're you a murderer, okay? Yeah. You're already at the level you're gonna murder a person. You've already Just done it. Just a hole in their neck. Preferably two. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> God. You know? It's like yeah. the commitment level is way too low here. You got his dad's It's like sad. You got symbolic daisies. You got a fucking black wig. You can't take a thumbtack and throw a hole in her neck? Honestly. Honestly. Or two, preferably. Two. Yeah. About an inch and an inch and a half apart. (laughs) To look like a vampire. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Come on. Honestly. Come on, murder.
0: It's like you're not even trying. Are you sexy? Um,
1: just asking for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did
1: someone force you, though? <laughs> Here's the thing. Whoever this murder man is, I'm not attracted yeah. to him. Because he can't. He's. I have he's a competence. Even, ugh, flaccid. I have a competence right. flaccid you,
0: at this murder. It's all flaccid in your competence. I know. Yeah. I know. All right. Anyways. Well, um, it's so kind of. Sally's like. But, they're obviously
1: but, wait, wait. trying. Go ahead. It's a little hashtag romance because she does swoon a little bit. And he like puts his arm around her and oh yeah if there's a the little romance and stuff. Here, which is kind of nice yeah but and she can feel little...
0: the heat through his gloves mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah and this little romance yeah. too because she saves him is that what you're about to talk about How i was about to talk him? about that okay. yeah
0: she's like she's like this is obviously a frame job for you the only vampire in england town london times And so you need to get the fuck out before I scream my head off and alert everyone that you're here. At first, she tries to get him to go back into the ballroom. And she's like, go find my pal, Lizzie. Tell her that I said she has to dance with you and then we'll be fine. And then I'll raise the alarm and you will never have been here. Mm -hmm. But then somebody's coming out onto the balcony. It looks like it's a howl with a someone else. And so she's like, oh, fuck, you got to you got to jump over this, this here, fence right here <laughs> and he's like well i'm getting to hopping that's what i'm doing so i'm getting he, to and then in. you guys <laughs>
1: the sexiest, <laughs> sexiest thing you could say
0: <laughs> i know and then he kisses her hand meaningfully uh, mm-hmm. before he jumps off that their balcony fence
1: he also great, hesitates because he's worried there's a murderer yeah, around he's like there's a murderer and she's, like, very brave about it. She's like, they're not here to kill me. This is clearly a symbolic <laughs> killing of your mother, idiot. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. And then she screams. Everyone is alerted.
1: Cool, cool, cool.
0: Then we go. She's
1: a little suspicious about the Duke, Tiny though. bit. Just, like, a yeah. little bit. May I read? She yes. could still feel the press of the Duke's lips against her hand. She had oh, been yeah. so sure a moment ago that she was doing the right thing. But now, with the woman's pale eyes staring sightlessly up at her, she couldn't repress the slight shiver of unease had she just let the killer go free. Ooh. Um. Now we're back with Eloise and Colin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fucking Eloise and Colin. Listen, okay,
0: Eloise and Colin, the only thing that happens in this chapter is that he's like, so uh, what are your plans after your dissertation? And she's like... <laughs> probably gonna stay here forever in the u.s and then he gets At least real for sad years yeah, yeah. And he, then he gets real sad and then she starts thinking to herself what could be wrong with colin i don't <laughs> what i am baffled
1: <laughs> as to I why colin if he mad might be upset because i finished dissertation is he mad because why i could... live in
0: a studio apartment is why he, he could...
1: <laughs> why might colin be upset Is it because getting degree? Is it because I ordered red wine, not gin and
0: tonic like I normally do? Not
1: because (laughs) I stay in Boston for years while he's in (laughs) England. Surely it's because he wants to break up with me for some reason. Not Uh because we're going to be apart and we love each other. I hate Eloise and Collins. Eloise
0: is so dumb. Listen.
1: Is it not Eloise? Listen. (laughs) <laughs> this is not, hashtag not my romance story. Right. They no, i have been fun in book one. I, they're
0: great. They're just not my no. people. Yes. <laughs> I just want to be back in 1806 with the steamy steam and all yes. the rest of it.
1: All right. Okay. Back now. 1803. The mists <laughs> are swirling. Swirl- the botany is sprouting everywhere <laughs> all around the <laughs> Botany is everywhere. <laughs> no, actually, we probably- leaves. Wrap this. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm botanying. I'm doing sound oh, effects for botany some leech. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. I, Do you want me to dig stop. in the dirt? We <laughs> should stop, Aaron.
0: Stop no.
1: This is going to be a four-hour podcast, <laughs> and we're. Uh, what better time to wrap it up than the murder?
0: Oh, fuck! You're right yeah yeah yeah
1: okay all right then when we come back you
0: guys you better get ready for some action packed nonsense we're gonna solve a murder bitches we're gonna solve a murder we might get some people married who the fuck knows who the fuck knows you know what i will tell you though i am gonna tell you this right now don't expect any fucking you guys don't expect it. <laughs> this, is, this is a really really good book, and you're gonna be like, I love these characters so much. Why wow, can't I just see them. their genitals? The
1: so witty and so funny, and so
0: but you're funny never too. you're never gonna see their genitals though. We it's do never not know gonna
1: happen. How big Lucian's dick is? L- We're never going we? to. Don't we? I mean, we. Know. I mean, he has BBE, we just Have no. We don't know for sure. <laughs> exactly. We know God that he knows it. how to use it, but Duh. we do not know what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: All right, Aaron, hit me with a lady love. I have a couple. Um, so if you like me, uh can't really handle the internets right now, but also want to try to stay abreast of what's going on in the world, um, NPR and WNYC have just come out with a new podcast called Impeachment a Daily Podcast. And it's mm. I think his name is Bill, I can't remember exactly what is. Anyway, he does a, a morning show every weekday on WNYC. And he gets really good guests who break down like what's going on with the impeachment. And it's, it's all like accredited journalists and that sort of thing. So they're pretty cautious about their takes, which I like. Because um, for me, there's nothing worse than reading something and having them be like, this is going to burn the presidency down. And then, like, reading something else that's like, eh, it's really not a big deal at all. Like, I just mm. need people to be cautious about what they say because I cannot get my hopes up anymore. So, <laughs> I have really been liking um, Impeachment a Daily podcast. Uh-huh. And then, of course, the NPR Politics podcast is my go to for a lot of things. So,
1: I, mine is different, but it's the same one I had last year at exactly cool. this time.
0: Oh, yeah. Tell me,
1: Ladies of Fall. Hello, pumpkin fall sluts.
0: ladies. Yes.
1: Um, we affectionately refer to as pumpkin sluts. On That's right. We call it. It's okay. It's okay to embrace your pumpkin sluttiness. That's right. how much you love boots and scarves. You own and it. pumpkin flavored things. Yeah. And ciders and apple picking. Whatever your autumnal delights are. It's you wave okay. your pumpkin slut flag. And don't you dare make fun of other women. Don't, Don't you dare autumnal delights. That's right. Be as basic as you wanna be. And I wanna say this yeah. about yeah. basic ladies. Okay. Because last time I talked about some basic ladies, everybody on the podcast everybody on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you I the what podcast? did I do, Aaron? <laughs> And, and Natalie, no. every single person on this fucking podcast, <laughs> I met everyone on the Facebook group, particularly C was yeah. like, "Well, I guess I'm basic. I like this. I like that. Yeah. Those are basic things to like." No, 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 no. Oh. Here's the definition yeah. of a basic person. Okay? okay, basic people like those things. And think that they're the only ones that like those things and think that it makes them special and yes. then it becomes their personality. They think they're that's goddamn unicorns about it. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, have you heard of this thing that's like, oh my God, I love apple picking. Am I right, <laughs> you guys? And it's like, everybody loves apple picking. But you know what? You have a right to love apple picking. Yeah. Don't you dare put down your other, other friends and ladies.
0: That's true. And you know what?
1: autumnal delights
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna piggyback on this a little bit yes just to just to really boost your signal if you will Thank give you. you a little signal boost uh-huh. and that is whether it's autumnal delights or anything else yeah
1: stop fucking yucking people. Stop yums yucking yums i don't know who we're talking to it's not <laughs> our people. everyone out there is like <laughs> yeah we know we're the listeners of this podcast i'm just saying just don't yuck people's yums. Don't, just don't do that. Well, and my message is this: don't yuck your own yums. Also, that you know, if you yeah. like the thing that you like, just like the thing. That's right. Be loud about it. Like the things you like,
0: or don't yourself. be loud about it. Sure, or don't, just
1: whatever. Just don't feel
0: guilt Listen. about it.
1: Yeah, right. that's what I meant.
0: Loud that's in right. Your
1: brain. That's right. The you brain just, loud about you, you just own it up this in your brain. I you love Go. Because I felt like it went really Aces. good and smoothly. And like, my Aces. message was really well communicated.
0: Listen, I mean, like we normally do, this is TM good work, you know? Yep. We just yep. succinct, professional, professional,
1: distinct, <laughs> And. And taking seriously.
0: That's right. So many seriousnesses. Can start the
1: episode over? Is it too late <laughs> to do another take <laughs> of the episode? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Um, yep. You can <laughs> find us <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Heaving underscore bosoms. Nope, nope. That's false. <laughs> that's our Twitter. Instagram <laughs> at Heaving Bosoms. Twitter Heaving underscore bosoms. Uh-huh. Facebook, Heaving Bosoms Podcast. That's and right. the group The Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. Yep. What's another one? Heavingbosoms.com for all your HB reading embrace, merchandise. There's uh-huh. another one on there that's important. Patreon. 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 Patreon.com slash Forward slash Heaving, heaving bosoms, bosoms Podcast. podcast. Uh yep, if you that's want you all can of find... our bonus content. Oh, yeah. Bosoms, we, we just came out a with a romance this... novel wait, 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 podcast. Wait. Whoa. On Apple Podcasts. I'm on a fucking roll. <laughs> if you want to give us a five-star review and help us become more visible to others. Yes. Yeah. And Melody, is your turn? Well, I just wanted to tell
0: <laughs> I have the floor now. Uh-huh. I just wanted to tell them that we recently dropped a Patreon episode in which we read a ladybug tingler. But then Erin was forced to read a scene that I rewrote to be extra awful for her.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, as we're about to just record that. So (laughs) Melody's talking about the future, and I'm she's warned. Oh yeah, Um, (laughs) all right. That's it, right? That's that's right.
0: That's it. All right. Keep being a badass (laughs) and love yourself as much as you love spooky botany and, Sherlock and, oh, and especially if you also yes. think it's oh, tiny hats <laughs> tiny
1: hats do kind of creep me out sorry H. B. Liz they do I'm sorry about how much you love wearing them it's Liz true. came be hard a few weeks ago about Duh. the tiny hats but I'm sorry <laughs> they freak me out I don't like them alright alright I love you I love you too. I'll talk to you later. Exciting conclusions!
0: Exciting ones! (laughs) Bye! (laughs) Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Wireless. Okay, back to the show.